Amazon is hiring near you. Start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all our roles and sites. And Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Amazon is hiring near you. Start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all of our roles and sites. Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Welcome to Haunting History, the podcast that reaches back into the past to the events that shocked everyone. Tales of true crime, mystery, and the macabre. And when we're lucky, the stories were history and the people who lived it and the paranormal meet. Now who doesn't love a good ghost story, right? Welcome back to Haunting History Podcast. This is Kat, your host, and joining me this week, as with like every other week, is guess who? Are you asking me to guess who? Because <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Daily. Um, when we first started talking about doing the episode that we're going to do today, well, we didn't really talk about it. I responded to a question. You were particularly annoyed. Why is that? I just, I don't, not necessarily annoyed. I just feel like it's kind of overdone. And like, of course, people would say this place is haunted. Why? I don't, because of the rides and i just it just seems like so silly. you've heard all the stories probably so, not all of them no but enough i can guarantee you probably haven't heard i'll bet you you tell me which ones you've heard i, I know maybe two that you've heard i bet you haven't heard of the rest of them i don't know like actual stories there's no like someone down the man does it does everyone know what we're doing today <laughs> no we haven't even just said we are doing today's episode is haunted disneyland which i just don't i mean i'm not saying it's probably not haunted i just think it's silly but why? Because of course people are going to say it's haunted. I don't. I don't get why you're saying that. It's Disneyland, not a cemetery. I know, but like the whole haunting of Walt Walt Disney haunting it, and that his body is somewhere on Disneyland. Oh, that's stupid. That's well, that's the stupid done. stuff that I've heard. Well, then you don't know the real or stories. the crazy stupid thing that I've heard, which I've heard recently, is that he has his head somewhere. What? I don't know, like frozen somewhere, because or his entire body is frozen somewhere. You didn't hear yeah, that? At Disneyland? Yes. Really? Uh, really? Just like, you know, in the refrigerator at the Pirates Caribbean break room? Something yeah. like that, yeah. No, that's stupid. Well, that's, I, can I almost... think the whole thing is kind of stupid. Wow. So you're going to interject No, I want to he- hear. Well, because I, I know you don't know the stories. Okay. I know you don't know most of them. And clearly you know the dumb ones. They do say that Walt Disney had his body cryogenically frozen. Yes, yes, yes that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I don't, that's not true. That's For him to come back or something. Wouldn't that be amazing? That's what I've heard. I think that would be cool if he came back. He's a freaking genius. And there is a ton of podcast. But you were saying that it's been overdone. Now, where has it been overdone? Because it's not in podcasts. It's not Maybe overdone. Maybe not podcasts, but shows, there's books, there's always articles about it. Every time there's a Disney anniversary. I feel like it's everywhere. Every Halloween. Time. Every Halloween, Halloween they talk about it. I feel like it's everywhere. 
but I don't feel like, I mean, there are a bazillion podcasts about Disney, whether it's about Disneyland, Disneyana, characters of Disney, um, Hidden Mickeys. You know what the Hidden Mickeys are, right? Yeah. The Hidden Mickeys, um, for those of you who don't know, all over Disneyland are hidden, um, or not, they're not hidden, but they're incorporated into, incorporated things. into things, and they're just Mickey ears is all it is. And they're all over the place at Disneyland. You can Google haunted, what is haunted? You can Google hidden Mickeys and there, there's like clubs and meetups and everything that try and find all the different hidden Mickey ears. But as far as podcasts go, there's probably, they're out there, a huge handful of Disney yeah. podcasts who probably do Halloween time, this episode mm-hmm. that I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I like, I, I did, I wanted to do it because it's historical. A lot of these things happen. A long time ago, I mean, Disneyland was built in 1955. And I happen to be, I think there's four types of Disney people. There are just, there's the Disney tourists, the people that go to Disneyland because you're in California. There are uh, Disney geeks, which that is not an insult in any way, but these are the people that have like the- Disney fanatics. Disney fanatics, let's call them that. And the ones that buy the, what is it, $3 million for annual pass for California? Mm -hmm. Something like that. And- um. They have like the AP bumper stickers mm-hmm. for annual pass holders. They'll go to design for, you know, a random Wednesday to have dinner at, yeah. at you know, or buy popcorn. Or the ones that try to get invited to like the events yeah. that they have. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. And then there's the people that go to Disneyland just to ride the rides. And you've seen them at Disneyland. It's the people who they walk in and they're like, okay, hey, we're going to go on every single ride at least three times. And you'll see them at Disneyland because they're legitimately running from ride to ride running they get off space mountain and just start running and then there's people like me who have a, a it's a love of disney for sure it's not just disneyland but it's more um i go for the the experience mm-hmm. i'm madly in love with not all things disney but like disney walt disney himself i love his story i love his creativity i love his imagination i love the reason why he built disneyland did you know that when you're at disneyland you can't see outside the park yes you did know that mm-hmm. is that because i told you yes so <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's not something that you learned from being at disneyland i don't think most people know that that there's nowhere in the park that you can see out like you can't see the parking lot you can't see the unless you're on a ride no there's only the only place you can is from the monorail it was built so buildings would block from the toppest parts. That's how that's how it was when I worked there back in the 90s anyways. I know the monorail is intended to go outside the park so you can see outside the park from the monorail. But when you're in Disneyland, when you're on Main Street, when you're at the castle, um, oh, and I forgot, the people who get married at Disneyland. Oh, Are they yeah, part yeah. of the Disney fanatics? Yeah. Yeah, the people that get married at the castle. I don't want to do For that. For millions of dollars. For a bazillion dollars. Yeah. It's the same price as an annual, <laughs> one bazillion, three million dollars. So I say three million dollars to buy an annual pass to Disneyland and probably six million to get married there. At least. Yeah. I I think of Disneyland completely different though. I think that I go there for I go there for the whole experience of Disneyland of not being able to see outside, to walk down Main Street and see the names on the windows of like his family members and his friends and because I'm a his, history buff. So that's why I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it because A, it's history. Disneyland is definitely California's history. And because well, it's haunted. It's one of the places I usually am the one that says, oh, I don't think it's haunted. I don't think it's haunted. They, I mean, the Whaley House, the most haunted place in America and Winchester Mansion, we kind of shit all over that. Well, not the Whaley House. I believe the Whaley House is haunted. But the Winchester Mansion, we kind of shit all over that. And here we are talking about Disneyland, which is not considered one of the most haunted places, but it really, I truly believe that it is. 
You? No, I you don't. don't. No. Well, that's just because I've never felt like it was haunted being there. And, but I should preface this with saying that I worked at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. It was my very first job. And we got to hear like the inside stories. And I've been in the tunnels under Space Mountain and stuff and felt creepy and had vibes and had had things happen and stared up at Walt Disney's apartment at two o'clock in the morning to see if I could see a shadow or something. Since 1955, over 750 million people have walked through the Disneyland's magical gates, but apparently not as many have left through those magical gates. Disneyland is said to be one of the most haunted areas in California. Guests and cast members alike have come forth with bizarre stories of supernatural inside the walls of Disneyland. Anyone who's even familiar with the park's history understands that beneath the surface is an even more fascinating network of underground tunnels filled with dark secrets and paranormal mysteries. There have been over 10 reported deaths at Disneyland. I think I counted 12, actually. Including, that actually doesn't seem like a lot. No, it's a pretty safe place. Yeah. Including drowning and uh, many other freakish accidents. What most people don't know is that there are remnants of dead bodies scattered all over Disneyland. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, but I think you've told me that. That people have scattered their ashes? Yeah. In recent years, it's become very common for families to dispose of their loved ones' ashes on Disneyland rides. The most popular are the Pirates of Caribbean and the Haunted Mansion. And at first, I was like, why the Haunted Mansion? It's not like the happiest place on earth. It's a Haunted Mansion. Until I heard um, someone say that they wanted to be one of the ghosts of the Haunted Mansion. And that's why their family dumped their ashes in there. That's weird. It is weird. Apparently, it happens so often. In fact, I read today that it happens once a month. Really? Someone's trying to dump their ashes at Disneyland. And they have a procedure and a a code name. You know how, like, code blue in a hospital or whatever. Do you know what the code name of someone scattering their ashes at Disneyland? No. It's called um, HEPA cleanup. Happy cleanup? HEPA. Oh. Happy cleanup. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what to say to that. What's HEPA? HEPA, it's a vacuum. It's a it's a vacuum that gets the finest oh God, particles. That freaks me out. What they're vacuuming up people's People? ashes. Yeah. yeah, they are. Oh God. And their bones because when someone's cremated. I don't cremated, need to talk about it. Okay, <laughs> it's really gonna gross me out. Well, apparently you should not get a job at Disneyland because this is something that happens on a regular basis. In the book Mouse Tales, a Disney a former Disney employee, David Koenig, tells the story of a tourist group that requested a little extra time on the ride so they could hold a quick memorial for their deceased son. The ride was shut down when they were spotted pouring his ashes off of a doom buggy. Doom buggy. D-O-O-M. You know what that is, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the, it's the thing you sit in at the, for those of you that are not in California and haven't been to Disneyland. A doom buggy is the thing that you sit in for the haunted mansion. People say that the reason that there are so many hauntings at Disneyland is because of the deaths and of the ashes that were left behind. There's been hundreds of ghost sightings every year in Disneyland. Mostly the employees working on attractions report strange occurrences, such as lights straight off by themselves, on and off by themselves, animatronics moving when the electricity is off. At night on the uh, Pirates of Caribbean, the ride operators can sometimes see an apparition riding one of the boats on the video monitors, but when they go to check it out, there's nothing there. And no surprise, the most, one of the most haunted is a haunted mansion. Again, they're, I don't know that there is, I've, I haven't found a reported death, an actual confirmed death on the Haunted Mansion. They say that there's several ghosts that haunt the Haunted Mansion. The first ghost story happened when the mansion was still being built back in the 1960s. One of the sound engineers was in the seance room and he heard music coming from a wall behind him. He thought it was a radio, but he 
there was never any talking or commercials, just music. He kept hearing the music for days and finally decided to put a speaker near the spot the music was coming from to mask it just because he just couldn't figure out where it was coming from. He didn't want to hear it. Um, there's also a story of a woman who came to the haunted mansion to sprinkle her son's ashes in the ride since his dying wish was to be one of the haunted mansion ghosts. That's what I was reading. After that, people reported seeing the ghost of a small boy crying near the exit. Maybe he didn't want to be there after all. Um, the construction on the haunted mansion began in 1963. And there's an old story, which I believe this is rumor. I don't believe this is true. That one of the first test guests was so scared that she died of a heart attack inside the mansion. Her death legend has it led to the closing of the construction until 1969. I don't, I don't think that's true. I don't think that there, I've never found an actual record of a woman who died from a heart attack on the haunted mansion. But in female employees talk about the ghost that, that there's a ghost that unties the ribbons of their hair and that props move from one side of the room to the other. And there are behind the scenes rooms in the haunted mansion that are so creepy that employees won't go in them. And there's another story that I read somewhere else that this family wanted to bury ashes or to leave ashes in the haunted mansion. And instead of just dumping her ashes, they put her urn. One of them jumped out of the ride and on the graveyard, you know, the graveyard that you go through Mm -hmm. and kind of like moved. It's not real dirt, but they moved the dirt on top to the side and like kind of partially buried the urn in. There's people watching. Like I remember. The mansion, they don't stare at the monitors. There's times where you could do something. I guess. But like I remember being in high school and like going to Disneyland, being a part of the Caribbean. And I was like with a group of people that kept like sticking their hands and stuff in the water. And, and they like stopped the ride. That. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because they were watching you because you were kids. Well, this was someone's grandma. So it could have been a 50 year old that was bare. You know what I mean? It was yeah. probably an adult. And um, they found the urn later. They didn't know what they had done. They didn't know what they, I mean, they could have even stopped them. And um, they found it during one of the cleanups of the haunted mansion. They found a woman's urn in the graveyard. And it sat in the, like in one of the rooms, one of their, not break rooms, but they have like little back rooms mm-hmm. for a long time. And then finally the employees on one of the catwalks built her a little shrine and put her ashes up there, her urn up there. That's nice. So Grandma Joyce, I guess, is still hanging out in the Haunted Mansion. Many of the stories. Amazon is hiring near you. Start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all of our roles and sites. Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Amazon is hiring near you. Start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all of our roles and sites. Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Doors, they say, are reportedly haunted. The fourth floor stockroom of Star Trader, it's the, at the exit of the Star Tours in Tomorrowland, has cold spots and a really creepy feeling to it, especially in the early morning and late night shifts. There are also stories of the merchandise being rearranged on the shelves after the shop is locked for the night. Now, this one I heard because I worked on Main Street. I did parade. I forget what they called it. 
It was basically crowd control during the parades on Main Street. And I've heard this story a million times. They told us this when we worked there. That on Main Street, there has been sightings of a lady in white. She appears in and around the stores on Main Street and is dressed in clothing of the turn of the century. Legend says that she died on the property in the early 1900s but never moved on. The cool thing about her story, though, is that they say that she helps lead lost children to the lost and found for their parents. That kids have seen her. Yeah, that they've told their parents, like, like suddenly they'll be in the Lost and Found, and they're like, how'd you get here? And they're like, oh, the lady in white brought me here. Which I think that's kind of a cool story. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would like to maybe do research and see if the lady... <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I would like to lose a kid and see that. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I don't know why. why? I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to just borrow someone's kid and take it there sure. and see if I can lose them. See if some Scientific lady... Scientific research. Yeah. Um, no, I was going to say, research the area and see if a woman died. But Disneyland is, I don't know how many acres Disneyland is. At least... A lot. Eight acres or something like that. You think that's a hit? Oh, I don't know. Look it up. Well, just Disneyland or Disneyland and California Adventure? Just Disneyland. How many acres is Disneyland? Podcast. We can stop and do that. 85 acres. It's 85 acres? Wow. I know. Eight? <laughs> I know. I said eight. Wasn't our backyard like two? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I know. That's funny. I was literally not thinking it was that big. I thought maybe I could do research and find out if a woman had died there, but a lot of people had died. <laughs> In, before Disneyland was born, built there. Uh, there's a story about cast members who have worked on It's a Small World and love the ride so much that they came back to reside there after their death. Cast members have claimed that at night when the animatronic dolls have been powered down, some come back to life. The workers claim to see the dolls blink, move around sporadically, and there's even some reports of spine-tingling giggles. Some people say that it's a spirit attachment from their former designers. Okay, that I, I would not know. Why a giggle would freak me out way more than Walt's shadow. <laughs> but I know. I don't know. I don't know. A giggle? An animatronic giggle? That That's wouldn't so do you in? That It'd be freaky. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. Currently, um, the Star Wars launch bay originally was the Carousel of Progress. It was closed in the early 70s and reopened in 1974 as America Sings. Two weeks after the new attraction opened, 18-year-old Deborah Stone was killed when she was crushed between the wall of the moving audience section of the building and the stationary stage. America Sings consists of an outer ring of six theaters, or it did exist, it doesn't exist anymore, that rotated around various scenes on a fixed central stage. The hostess's job was to greet audience over a microphone from the left side of the stage and then say bye afterwards. Around 10.30 p.m. when the last show ended, the stages were shifting into position. A guest from the adjacent theater heard a loud, blood-chilling scream. When he and the operators rushed to the scene, they were horrified to see Debbie crash between the walls of the two theaters. To this day, no one knows exactly what went wrong. Some state that Debbie may have been inclining towards the ad- adjacent stage to talk to a fellow cast member, or she may have attempted to jump from one stage to another. Whatever the reason, the fact remains that Debbie was crushed alive as the rotating wall closed against a stationary one. After the gruesome incident, Design closed the ride for two days, and the stage stage on which Debbie died remained closed for a year. Later, the stages were installed with sensory lights to warn the operator if someone went too close to the walls. The ride remained operative until 1988, when it was shut down and the building remained obsolete till it was refurbished in 1998 for new attraction innovations. Ever since, cast members working the ride have reported hearing a voice tell them to be careful. Even in the building's new incarnations, some cast members report feeling the feeling of being watched over or not being alone when there are no guests in the building. Now, this one... When I was a kid, you used to go to design in like second grade or something. I don't remember. Third grade. Like with school. Yeah, with school. And it was just to go to America Sings. Like that was the thing. And um, even when you were little, like I remember going there and the kids whispering like, oh, some girl died. And when I worked there, I was told that she, her hair got stuck as the stage was spinning. I feel like you've told me that. Yeah. Actually. 
that um, she was leaning over to talk to a friend, like how they said here. Um, she's leaning over talking to someone on the stage that was turning. Or the stage wasn't turning. The stage didn't turn. The room turned. And as she's leaning over, her hair got caught in the wall and pulled her in backwards. And it kind of makes the most sense to me having seen the ride. I mean, I don't, I went to third grade when I went there. So maybe I was older than that. I don't know. But when I worked there, um, people didn't like to work in or near that building that they said that they felt like they were being watched. The next story is in the summer of 1973, an 18-year-old park visitor and his 10-year-old brother managed to hide out in the park, not in the park. I mean, that's kind of everyone's dream is to get locked into Disneyland, isn't it? And mm. uh, they, they got, they stayed on, they hid out on Tom Sawyer Island and they were not the first and by means not the last but when when it was time to for the park to close they decided to get they decided it's not so much fun to stay what are we going to do all night and instead of telling like notifying uh park employees that they were on the island they didn't want to get in trouble so they s- decided to swim across to land and the problem is that the younger brother didn't know how to swim only the older brother did and they started to swim across the across the rivers of america and the younger brother was on the older brother's back and he got not even halfway there and he started to get really, really tired. He ended up drowning and the younger brother started yelling. And so they, the employees rushed to, to save him. They, he managed to stay afloat by dog paddling and was rescued, but the brother, um, they found his body the next day. So the employees there, and you have a friend who worked on Rivers America said it was haunted too. Oh, yeah. Cause I asked her about it and she, um, people would see, what looked like someone swimming. So they would rush. Employees would like paddle over there to see who was swimming and no one would be there. Uh, in 1984, another drowning took place in the Rivers of America when an 18-year-old park goer and a friend, and they were both drunk at the time, by the way, stole a maintenance boat for a joyride on the Rivers of America. They hit a rock and the one guy was tossed overboard and drowned before his friend could get him help. So no one knows who exactly is haunting the rivers of America. The island and the water surrounding are said to be haunted by the spirits of both the young men. It is said that children haunt the island itself. Cast members have seen children running around after the island is closed. The employees glimpse the children running, but then when they go look for them, they're never found. According to two former cast members who worked on the rivers of America, there is a very dark and ominous presence on the island, especially after nightfall. Voices and physical touching have been experienced on the island after it's been closed off to guests by cast members securing the area. Along with the tragic deaths on the river, the hauntings and dark presence may also be attributed to the former occupants of the farmland of orange groves and walnut trees that the park is situated on. That's kind of interesting. I don't, I mean, I guess it could go either way. I thought it doesn't actually have anything to do with Disneyland, but... But during the summer... We used to um, get invited to do, the employees could do canoe races. Mm-hmm. So during the summer, you would get there before the sun was up and nobody wanted to actually go on the island. You would start, you didn't do the island, you'd start on the shore and mm-hmm. paddle around because no one wanted to go on the island after dark or before light. The Space Mountain is supposedly haunted. The guests and cast members have reported seeing a glowing green ghost inside the ride. I know, phosphorus. I've had it described as phosphorus. And they say that it's um, a lady named Debbie that used to work there, a former cast member. She died of an aneurysm at Space Mountain, working on Space Mountain. And now she glows green. And they call her Disco Debbie. (laughs) Okay, fine. Don't believe in the Space Mountain one. (laughs) I'm not going to. That's fine. You don't have to believe in Disco Debbie. But um, this is one that I heard because my locker was actually under Space Mountain. And you know your grandpa built Space Mountain, right? Mm -hmm. So your grandpa knew the inside, like everything of Space Mountain. I've yep. never seen the inside of Space Mountain with lights on. I mean, I have no idea what it looks like inside there. No. 
Well, and now it's completely different anyway. They call it, um, they call the ghost of Space Mountain Mr. One Way. He's a guest who died on Space Mountain Ride back in the 70s. Wait, I think I've heard this one. On the ride, he's described as a large man with a reddish hair and a red face. And he's been seen by guests getting into the car with a lone rider. Like he always sits next to a lone rider. Mm-hmm. But he ba- vanishes before the end of the ride. Some things I read in say that he appears if he's as if he's a living person. Sometimes even standing in line, chatting with people and enjoying his day. Mm-hmm. That And I, I heard that when I was there too. People were said that he was sometimes spotted in the tunnels underneath. Oh, he's the same person. I don't I don't remember being seen a red-headed, red-faced man, but in 1972 this is on the People Mover. You, the People Mover is closed. I don't know when the People Mover closed. I don't know what that is, so not since I've ever been there. No, I think it closed in 1994, 1990s. In 1972, four teenage girls were riding the People Mover when one teenager lost her mouse ears. She and her cousin jumped onto the track to retrieve them, realizing that they'd have to get on a different People Mover car because it was on a stationary track. It wasn't the hanging one. It was actually on track. The first girl successfully got into the car, and I'm not telling you this because either of these girls died, but I want you to get a picture of what the People Mover was. They ran into a tunnel... And the one girl got on the next car, but the other girl kept running through the tunnel and out the exit and she fell into a guardrail and then down onto the concrete 30 feet below. She broke her arm, hip and pelvis and had to be in a body brace and have a pin inserted into her leg. She sued Disneyland (laughs) for not having any warnings about the exit for the exit was for the cars, not for you. Right. You're not running through. You just get out of a car and go running yeah. on the track. Yeah, she 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 won the lawsuit. I was though. saying they settled and I'm she sure they got did. money. Yeah, yeah. But then in June 1980, an 18 year old man was crushed and killed by the people mover because he was jumping between the moving cars. He was um, the accident occurred on the ride where you enter the super speed tunnel, which wasn't nothing speedy about the people mover. And then on, um, he was running. He jumped out of his car and was running along the track, attempting to jump into the next car because there were girls in there. And he lost his footing and was run over by an oncoming car. And this is really sad. His body was supposedly dragged for hundreds of feet before a cast member noticed. It was said that security was so upset by this avoidable tragedy that they made it a point to gather his friends to show them his remains. Like, this is what happens when you're stupid. Yeah. And took them over. Oh, God. And at the time, during, was it 1980? 1980. My junior high, I mean, it wasn't, my junior high, when I got to junior high, when my um, history teacher was a security guard, and he would have been a security guard in 1980. That's crazy. I wonder if he had anything to do with this. He, um, they took the boys over to show them, and um, their family sued Disneyland for emotional distress and won. Uh, that one I can kind of go yeah. with, right? <laughs> yeah. Since then, cast members and guests have reported ghost sightings on the people mover tracks. Two um, workers doing some maintenance late at night on the track in the tunnel reported seeing a dark, tall, moving shadow further down the tunnel a few feet away from where they were working. They had a feeling of feeling watched in a deeply oppressed presence. In 1966, so even sooner than this, Thomas Cleveland, a 19-year-old senior, attempted to sneak into Disneyland grad night, and he had jumped the 16-foot perimeter fence to get into Disneyland, and he when he jumped over the fence, he was on the monorail track and the security found him, saw him really quickly on the cameras and yelled at him, warned him that the monorail is coming to get off the monorail track. And he either wasn't listening or he didn't hear them. And he got hit by the, the monorail that was coming and it dragged, it ran over him and allegedly dragged him for 40 feet along the track before the monorail 
finally came to a rest. Witnesses now report that his ghost can be seen skulking along the track only to vanish in the thin air when the monorail comes and even run along, running alongside the trains only disappear. I had people tell me they saw this when I worked there, that they actually saw that ghost. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of interesting. Back in 1984, park guest Dolly Young, this is one of the most famous ones. I'm sure you've heard of it. So did you hear about that guy hit by the monorail? Mm, I don't think so. So which ones have you heard of so far? I heard about, I heard about the um, guy on Space Mountain and then ones that you haven't said yet that I don't know if you're going to. I remember hearing one about something in Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, I feel like I've heard a million stories about Pirates of the Caribbean being haunted, but I don't know why. Wait, and let me answer that. There's nothing, no one's ever died on Pirates of the Caribbean, but some people claim that some of the skulls are real skulls. Yes, okay, that's what it was. And then um, Small World. Like, I've heard the Small World ride is super, super haunted. Well, I told you that. That was, people think it's the designers. Yeah, but I've heard, like, a million stories. Well, I think... And in general, I think Small World is just kind of creepy. Well, it's a giggling animatronic again. Yeah. But I think that's a lot of the place um, where people dispose of ashes is a small world. I would not want to be disposed of No, who wants to hear that song over and over again? No. Life or death. I don't even go on it. Well, I think people associate Disneyland with a small world. And if you're a loving, kind, peaceful person, the small world is symbolic of that. It's a small world after all. Are you so saying maybe, I'm not a loving, no, you, kind human being? That's fine. That's fine. I'm just saying that. I think that people, well, I think anyone who wants their ashes spread at Disneyland must be fairly lighthearted people to begin with, right? Yes. So the small world is symbolic of Disneyland in general and love and peace and happiness, I guess. I don't know. Sure. This is one that I know that you heard, though. In 1984, park guest Dolly Young was in a bobsled on the Matterhorn attraction. She is said to have unbuckled herself to assist her child on the ride. That's not what I heard when I worked there either. I heard she was suicidal and stood up. I think I heard the seatbelt one. Does she try to help someone in front of her? Yeah. They, I, I do know that she was in a car by herself. So there wasn't a child in the that seat in front of her. That was not super recent, but it was 1984. I thought it was like 90s or no. 2000s. As um, she stood up, she hit the cross track overhead just before a dip and was thrown under the tracks where she was crushed by the next bobsled. She is pronounced dead at the scene. Since the accident, Disneyland employees have experienced a feeling of being watched around Dolly's dip as they walk the track after the park closes. And they, they do, they call it Dolly's dip. I, yeah. And they have to walk that track every night before they leave. And they won't do that portion of the track by themselves. Back in 1964, though, this is the thing. I can't find record of Dolly Young being a true story of Dolly's dip, of her really dying. Um, someone else said her name was Regina Young, and they she was referred to as Dolly. I read a story that in 1964, Mark Maples, a 15-year-old Long Beach, California resident, was killed when he tried to stand up in the Matterhorn bobsled. He had foolishly unbuckled his seatbelt and attempted to stand up as her bobsled neared the peak of the mountain. He lost his balance and was thrown from the sled to the track below. He fractured his skull and ribs and causing internal injuries. He died three days later. That one's confirmed. The Regina Dolly Young, it's not confirmed. Hmm. I've never found actual record of it, even though I do know they call it Dolly's Dip. Yeah, I do know that too. In December of 19, on Christmas Eve, December of 1998, a tragic Christmas Eve accident was um this was 198 i think you remember this one a design cast member and two guests were injured one fatally 
when a rope used to secure the sailing ship Columbia as it docked on the rivers of America tore loose the metal cleat to which it was attached. The cleat sailed through the air and struck the heads of two guests who were waiting to board the ship. Dawson, um, the first one, he's 33, uh, died, was declared brain dead and died two years later when his life support was um, system was disconnected. That accident resulted in the first guest death in Disneyland's history that was not attributable to any negligence on the part of the guest. Every other incident has been a guest choosing doing something they shouldn't be doing to fault. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. to follow the rules. That's really sad. Um, in September of 2003, a 22 year old man of Gardena died and several other guests were injured when a locomotive, I remember this so clearly when a locomotive separated from its train along a tunnel section of the big thunder mountain railroad, he bled to death after severing blunt force trauma of the chest. In the beginning I was going to read that there was um, deaths of beheading, which I always heard that Dolly on Matterhorn was decapitated and um, impaling. I think that the guy um, on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, I think he was impaled. I think that's why he bled to death so quickly. And then the biggest story of haunting, haunted Disneyland is when you enter Disneyland and walk under the railroad tracks, just after this on the left-hand side of the street, Next to City Hall and the restrooms is the firehouse. When Walt Disney was alive, he had an apartment on the second floor of his building. He used it as a home base of sorts while the park was being built, and he stayed there often after Disneyland opened. He also hosted celebrities and VIPs in his apartment. Whenever Walt was in the park, he would light the lamp at the fire station to let people know that he was there. And when I worked there, his wife was still alive. And so um, she would spend time up in the apartment. And then I believe that before she died, they opened the family quarters over by Pirates of Caribbean. But she would spend more of her time at the firehouse because that was Walt's place. He was there all the time. Apparently, Walt never left. According to Disney legend, soon after Walt's death, a cleaning woman was cleaning the apartment and noticed that the lamp was lit. She turned it off and left, only to see it lit in the window when she got outside. She went back turned the light back on and went back outside and looked back up and saw the lamp was on again. So she thought, well, maybe it's not, maybe it's something to do with the plug or whatever. So she went back up, unplugged the lamp. And as she turned to walk away, she said to have heard a man's voice said, I'm still here. And the light went back on. It's creepy. I believe that one. I believe that Walt is still there. I think if anyone is attached to anything, Walt is attached to Disneyland. That was, I mean, they say that he haunts his Burbank Studios too, mm-hmm. but I, I, and it doesn't surprise me either. I do believe that Walt Disney still haunts Disneyland. Yeah. I think he's still there. So have you heard all these stories before? Not necessarily. Like, I feel like I've heard bits and pieces of them. I've been like, um, like the um, island thing with the boys. Like I've heard versions versions of it but not like a whole story of like he drowned and blah blah blah. right but i've heard like people say that it's haunted because someone died there but like i've never heard stories except for the matterhorn one i remember hearing that in the detail that you do you and and i can't find that she that 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 really happened do you you believe that disneyland is haunted i don't know here's the thing i don't know that i believe anywhere is necessarily haunted because i'm always going to be the skeptic. the skeptic of it. I'm that's just, why I am too. But if 
the idea of things being haunted is because people die places and it holds some kind of sentimental value to anybody, then yes, in theory, it should be haunted. And what about the ashes that people leave? I think that's just creepy. I just can't get, <laughs> I can't even think about you don't even it discuss in a different that. way. No, I can't. Which is weird because I don't think it's creepy that people like Grandpa B did his ashes in the ocean. Right. So I don't know, but for some reason at Disney where people are walking and stepping on you, it seems crazy to me. Well, you're not stepping on them. They're doing it in the flower beds or Whatever. in the water at It's a Small World. That one I don't get. Or they want to become a ghost. That, how many ghosts are in the Haunted Mansion? 999 ghosts. Is that what they say on the Haunted Mansion? Oh, I don't know. Join us for the 999 spirits. In the, so they want to be number 1,000. Of the spirits that haunt the haunted mansion, and a little tidbit, a tidbit, a little tidbit of Disneyland. Do you have you ever seen the cats of Disneyland? The stray cats. Yeah. Um, I think there's like a Instagram account or something that I've seen, but I've never actually seen. A oh, that's a stray cat. There's an Instagram of stray cats of Disneyland. I think so, or it's like a Facebook page or something. Yeah, I guess that was one of Walt's things that when they first started building it, there was stray cats all over the place, and they could have like eradicated them in some way, and they chose not to. They keep them there. Which is ironic because Disneyland is built on the basis of a mouse. And that's what they keep. The The cats are there to keep the rodents under control. Mm-hmm. And they, if, if one of them ends up pregnant, they adopt, they find homes for them within Disneyland, within the like cast members. Yeah. yeah. And um, they always get all the, whenever a cat comes in that isn't spayed or neutered, they always get them spayed or neutered. I think that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Don't you think so? Yeah. There's a lot uh, of cool things about Disneyland. Except that it costs so much money. <laughs> Everything else is really cool. $3 million for an annual pass. Yeah, Disneyland by day is a haven for tourists and Disney lovers alike. But what happens after the park goes dark? Does it come alive again with the spirits of the people who died or by the ashes left by well-meaning families? Maybe just like Walt, they too are still there. Thank you for listening to this episode of Haunting History Podcast. Be sure to like, follow, and comment on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Haunting History Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to all your favorites. Visit our website at hauntinghistorypodcast.com for more information on each episode. Until next time, I'm Kat, and remember, the living are far scarier than any ghost. Amazon is hiring near you. Start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all of our roles and sites. Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at amazon.com slash apply. That's amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.